and welcome back to Catching Up David. This is episode number 22, Twilight. Hello, Kristen. Hello. Hello, Hallie. Hello. So tonight, Twilight. Facts about Twilight. It's a 2008 paranormal romance film directed by Catherine Hardwick. It stars Kristen Stewart as teenager Bella Swan and Robert Pattinson as teenager slash vampire Edward Cullen, who Bella falls in love with. It's the first of five movies in the Twilight Saga film series, even though there are only four books, because they did that thing where they split the last book into two movies. I don't know, it was a thing to do for a while. Although now there's actually going to be a fifth book, right? No, it's not a, it's not a fifth book. It's Twilight from Edward's point of view. It's already out. People have comments. It's fun. I would call that a fifth book. I would not. Not like numerically. It's not like a successor exactly, but I would call it's it not... the fifth book in the Twilight series. I would not. Because it's a fifth book, but it's not like... I mean, it technically is in the series, but it's not a continuation. Like, it's not an epilogue. Like it's not a a, a, a pre, pre prologue. That's not the word I'm looking for either. It's neither before nor after. It doesn't continue on the story. It's just one story they already told from a different point of view. It's almost sort of like a I novella. Mean, if someone comes out with a novella, it's like technically part of the series. But if there's like four books and a novella, I'm not going to say five books. I'm going to say four books and a novella. But it's in addition to the series. It's an addition, yes. You know, like I wouldn't call it a standalone book either. Like its own thing. I feel like its very existence is a companion piece to the original Twilight. A companion piece is, like, correct. But that's Five not... books. <laughs> Five books total is what it comes down to. Five books about Bella and Edward. Yes. Written by correct. the same person. That's... That's the number of books. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight was shot on a budget of $37 million and grossed over $400 million at the box office. Its opening weekend box office sales were, at the time, the highest ever for a film directed by a woman. Aww. It was also the most purchased DVD of 2009, and won a whole slew of MTV Movie Awards and Teen Choice Awards, including Best Movie, Best Female Performance for Kristen Stewart, and Best Kiss between Bella and Edward, who actually, Bella and Edward won Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards four years in a row. Like, every movie, they... They got it. Good for them, but I think that and they probably MTV. could have had other choices. Congrats, I guess. I was doing some investigation into who won yes. Best Kiss over Do the tell. many years. And uh I don't know. I don't know that I would I don't know that I would give it to uh to Bella and Edward. I probably would not have you years. seen any of the yeah, other have you even seen any of the other ones? Or is it just going off of what you have seen from this I one agree that with you're you. like, nah, I can't believe that they would have won more. Yeah. I agree with you, I'm just curious. Two thousand six, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger for Brokeback Mountain. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Why didn't they win? There wasn't another Brokeback Mountain. Kristen Stewart and Robin Pattinson won in two thousand ten but also could have been Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner in Valentine's Day, which I've never seen, but oh, I have that seen just popped up. Many a time. Also, yes, I, David, I if figured. you're getting exhausted, 
saying their names, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, you can adopt the names that the press like to call them for a while and just say K Stew and R Pats. I would support that decision actually. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I've already <laughs> I've already forgotten what that is. Natalie Portman and Myla Kunis from Black Swan could have won in two thousand eleven, but Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson won for a Twilight Saga Eclipse. That's great. Congratulations mm. to them. To K Stew and R Pats. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and Josh Hutcherson from The Hunger Games, 2012. Didn't happen. Lost. Yeah, I don't know if I would have like voted for that one though. I don't know. Yeah. So. Anyway, that was. Anyway. That was this. Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. Or MTV Movie Awards, one of them. Yep. Anyway, plot summary. In case it's been a while since you've seen it. Twilight is the story of Bella Swan, a 17-year-old girl who's just moved from Phoenix, Arizona to Forks, Washington, the tiny town where her father lives. She starts school mid-semester and immediately becomes friends with a bunch of goofy kids, though Bella only has eyes for one of her classmates in particular, Edward Cullen, an aloof but supernaturally gorgeous boy in her biology class. When Edward saves Bella from being crushed by an out-of-control van, Bella begins to suspect something is different about him, though Edward insists she must be imagining things. But with the power of Google and a book of Native American legends, Bella discovers the truth. Edward and the rest of the Cullens are vampires. Then they fall in love, I guess? A cruel vampire stalker, some baseball in the rain, and a sweet bedroom with plenty of natural light, even if Hallie hates it. Twilight. I don't like that bedroom at all. What's your beef with Edward's bedroom? Too many windows. Edward's bedroom is I mean, like, one you're of not the best wrong, parts about Edward. But it's cool. I mean, Edward doesn't have a lot of great parts about him, so you're right. It's just that it's a bad bedroom. Like, one of those, one or two of those would be perfect. So you could see the foliage and the sun, even though he's a vampire and doesn't like the sun because it makes him sparkle. But, like, there's no sense of safety in that room. I don't like it. Too open. I don't think the vampires are concerned about their sense of safety Too with cold. their super strength and super speed. It's But, like, and they should have considered what I, Hallie, like when they built their house. I don't know. I thought it was nice. And I'm not usually into fairly modern things because I think sometimes they're too much and they're cold. And I don't like them. But I thought this one was good. No. I have beef I with agree. the bedroom. I agree with Kristen. The bedroom is great. You're wrong. Thank you. So. Do I get an extra point because no, my you name do is not Kristen? Get an extra, get an extra point. point. For being wrong. Is named Kristen, please. No. Do I yeah. get one? You gotta. Why not? You gotta earn your points. You gotta earn your points. I have. Debatable. <sighs> Tough crowd. So, seeing Twilight for the first time, it's Twilight is sort of one of those cultural phenomena that's hard to know absolutely nothing about. It was so all over the place and everybody was talking about it for so long that you know just through cultural osmosis i picked up you know i knew about bella i knew about edward that bella is the new girl in school and edward's a vampire and he's sparkly and that they fall in love and their relationship is not great but that was most of my knowledge going into it just the the sort of broad strokes outline of twilight 
all the finer plot details like Bella nearly being crushed by a van and the trio of vampires who are killing people in the area and eventually start hunting Bella. Those were things that I had never heard of at all. So it was interesting at least to finally connect the dots between the love story and the grander plot of the story. But all that said, man, I was not into Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. really hoping that I would like it and that I'd discover that Twilight had sort of been unfairly maligned all these years and it's actually fun and romantic and all of that, but it's not. It is not. It, I too it really is fun no. is that I watched it last night and I told my parents, I'm like, hey, who wants to watch Twilight? And then they both watched it with me because that is the family we are. We have all the Twilight movies. And it's funny because we paused it at some point because someone had to use the bathroom or get food. I don't know. And I thought, you know, people were kind of unfairly rude to Twilight. Is it a great movie? No. But is it as bad as everyone says? No. And that was maybe like a half an hour into the movie. And then as it went on, I was like, oh, yeah, right. This is why people say what they do about Twilight. It still is fun. <laughs> but at first I had been thinking, no justice for twilight and now i'm like eh, <laughs> it's twilight yeah i had read something or watched something about how like maybe you know like twilight isn't like amazing but we do have a tendency as a culture to automatically hate and deride things that preteen girls like so there may be some of that in play with like other people's responses to how terrible twilight is and, like, that's fair. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it another shot. Because I hadn't seen the movie since high school. And I read the book, which I didn't like. Um, I mean, I I liked it enough to give the second one a try. And then I kind of realized while I was reading the second one, like, I, I don't like this. But then, but then the movie I saw in theaters, and I think that I liked it fine, but didn't really love it. So I was like, okay, when I go back to rewatch it, like, I bet it's better than anybody gives it credit for and it's not like as weird and it's just I hated it so much more than I thought I would <laughs> I, I only hate Twilight more now so this did the opposite of what I was hoping this project would do yeah I had read that thing too Hallie about mm -hmm. people being extra mean to Twilight because it is a thing that teenage girls are into and that that's just I don't know that people are less willing to give those things a chance it's sexist so I yeah ex exactly because we, yeah. it is so i was going into it with that in mind and trying to be as as fair as possible and, I, and it's uh it's not it's not my thing it it's was an admirable effort i think all of us made yeah. an admirable effort for twilight here and to be fair though i remember reading the book and then seeing the movie and thinking why did they do the things that they did? Like, one, bonus points to them, because they did actually fit in a lot of the key, really fan-favorite dialogue in the movie. So a lot, of the, a lot of the big lines they did. And they snuck in the book cover when Edward does the edible art thing, so props to them. But I remember thinking, like, all these other things, why did they do that? I remember my family, we all had beef with how they did the meadow scene, because it just seemed awkward and weird in the movie whereas in the book it's actually like really nice and sweet so i don't i don't remember exactly because i haven't read the book since i was like 13 i don't know 
But even Twilight fans who were excited for the movie and who liked it because it was Twilight and they liked Twilight could still recognize that there were bits of the movie that weren't great. So I think it could have been better. And the quality of the movies stepped up after that because people had not been expecting Twilight to do well and were like, what do you mean? You have a whole legion of people who really, really enjoy this book and it's being released in theaters to a target audience of people who often go see movies. And I don't know, I don't think people expected it to be as big as it was, but it already had a huge following. Like my parents or my sisters and my mom had already read it. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to read that. They probably read boring stuff. But then I saw a bunch of people in my grade reading it and I thought, okay, I'll give this a chance. So yeah, like even just in eighth grade bunch of people reading it so of course it was going to do well at the box office this started out with one point and ended with another and i don't remember what the point i was originally trying to make was but twilight i don't remember your point either and i am i am trying i am trying for you (laughs) can't can't get there don't know can't get there well you you started by saying that there are things that even people who really like the book didn't like about the movie Yeah, so I think, yeah, we did all give it our best shot to watch Twilight and to give it, you know, benefit of the doubt, and then it kind of wound up being what we expected. But I think it could have been a little bit better had the movie itself, not necessarily the source material, been better. Twilight, yeah, is problematic for various different reasons, but the movie was a worse version of the book. I would agree with that. I, and I think that's something to keep in mind. I do think when, the movie when, yeah, was a more problematic version of the book. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point I was making. Yeah. I would, yeah, that's, I mean, again, I haven't read the book like Kristen since I was a teenager when I was not quite as savvy to bad relationship flags. Uh, but watching the movie as an adult, I was like, oh, that's a bad relationship flag about basically everything Edward did and said. So it's possible. He's very controlling. He's, he likes to watch her sleep. He's controlling and he doesn't like explain himself to her, which really irks me. And he doesn't listen to her when she asks him to do things. And that upsets me quite a bit. But I think in the book, he's like marginally better at least marginally there is still like there are still isolated incidents where he does all of the stuff that i just said but it feels a lot less habitual and a lot more contextual like where he just has a bad day which isn't great either but i don't remember being mad at the book i remember thinking i don't really like edward but I loathed him in the film. Just just absolutely loathed him. And I remember thinking when Robert Pattinson was cast, I was like, that's who they went with? Like, he's fine. But then they had him in the makeup for Edward. And I was like, no, he's not fine. What are you doing? I know they're supposed to look supernatural and not quite human. Like, just a little bit too attractive to be human. But, like, they went the opposite way. They went the opposite way they should have they gone. And I hate it. I hate it a lot. I don't think he looked too bad in this movie, but I do remember when he was cast thinking like, oh, interesting choice for Edward. Yeah. It's... And it's it's nothing against Robert Pattinson. It's just, again, one of these like the vampires are supposed to be like supernaturally pretty 
And, like, yeah, you look at the actresses who play uh, Rosalie and Alice, and you're like, that checks out. But Robert Pattinson, not bad looking, but I remember when he was cast, especially when they had the list of other people who were up for the role, and you're like, hmm. Interesting choice. I would have picked him. Yeah, I was. That's something I wanted to talk about, so we might as well just jump right into that. Let's do it. I was curious as to how much of the movie itself is sort of predicated on the idea that you have to find Robert Pattinson slash Edward really attractive to make any sense. Because Edward, you know, from almost their first encounter, he, he gaslights her and treats her like garbage. He's so moody and has all these violent mood swings. He himself is a violent person who, like, he was going to tear that gang of guys apart when Bella gets accosted, which like I'd actually have been okay with that, but still he's, he's violent and moody and I guess dark and mysterious, which might be a factor in the attraction. Like he's sort of a puzzle for her to figure out. But if you don't think Edward is hot, like as a, as a baseline, it feels like the movie is a lot harder to swallow. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, The thing about Edward is that I don't want to say being hot is one of the main personality points. But the problem is that all of his actual personality points are also bad. So, like, the least that could be done is to make him actually attractive. And they don't do that. And I hate it. And I I don't find Robert Pattinson as a person unattractive. I just find him extremely unattractive as Edward Cullen. His hair is, like too stiff and he's too pale and his eyebrows are too big and his lips are too colored in comparison to his pale face and his eyes are weird his eyes just look weird disagree about the eyebrows it's too much it's too much and i hate it they're nice i don't want to say as a result i hate edward more but he gives me nothing else to latch on to nothing else in that movie at least if he looked more like... Because I want to say if he looks more classic vampire, but I don't have a problem with, like, Stephanie Meyer adding new vampire lore and, like, making up her own stuff about vampires and making them not classic vampire. That part is fine. I just feel like that could only have benefited Edward Cullen. Sometimes I wonder if... Because, like I mentioned before, how kudos to Twilight for putting in key dialogue that are really popular from the book such as the So the Lion Fell in Love with the Lamb, My Own Personal Brand of Heroin. There was another, there were like several that I was watching and thinking, good on them because they knew that the fans liked this and they included it. But I do think it could also be harmful in the sense that obviously with a movie you have two hours to try to condense a several hundred page book and fit everything in. And so I think trying to do the fan service and fit in the big points, as you do with any movie, means that you miss out on a lot of the smaller things. So those were probably things that could have made Edward more likable instead of just him constantly, you know, sort of playing along with Bella's thing at the hospital when he's like, well, what do you think you saw? And she's like, you were across the parking lot. And then suddenly you weren't. And he's like sort of going along with it until he does the, well, no one would believe you anyway. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. And then she says, but I wasn't gonna say anything. But truly, it was, like, completely unprompted. Not like, yeah, I can tell four different people at school who also saw you across the lot. Like, there was no reason for that reaction, and he just went for it. 
So I think there are scenes that maybe in the book could have made Edward better that just didn't make it to the movie. Maybe, but like I, maybe I. Mm, it just it just women ask for so little. And the least so little. we can do is, if a man is that way, make him hot. That's, that's all that we ask. <laughs> like, it feels like we could have gotten at least that. And just didn't. Like, there's no... Yeah, there's definitely... There's no redeeming quality of Edward Cullen. And I can't even say they're something... They're definitely banking on the mysterious. And that... I think, yeah, it's supposed to be like, he's not answering her questions and he's being really evasive because he's hiding this vampire secret and it's a tale of two star-crossed lovers. But instead, it just seems like, okay, but this could have been any guy whose, like, big secret was that it's 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 like in Riverdale when Jughead's like, I'm weird. Don't you ever see, like, I'm always wearing this hat that's weird. Like, his secret could be that... He feels like he's a weird person and an right. outcast, and that's his reason for being horrible. But we're banking on he's hot and he's mysterious, and we, the audience, know he's a vampire. Right. Like, so we're rolling with it. It just, it just, there's no angle from which Edward Cullen is good in the film. Twilight. I remember reading the books later on and thinking, I like Edward for Bella. But if I had my choice between Edward or Jacob, I'd choose Jacob, who is also a hothead yeah. and has other problems. But Jacob wins over Edward for, like, you as a person. But I understand that Bella and Edward are meant to be in this series. Uh, I guess they do kind of deserve each other. I don't know. I also-, also, another case, I don't want to trash talk teens and be like, oh, these teens just jumping into things. But... Yeah, when she suddenly is like, Edward, I can't live without you. Like, all, like, like she's going insane. I'm like, you have been classmates for maximum three months. Right. You've been dating for, what, like, two weeks? Where like, does that come from? What do you from? mean you can't live without him? I, it just, they don't have any and chemistry she's, like, legitimately, like, either, 17. She's, like, 16 or 17, so, like, you can chalk it up to her if we're gonna, like, trash talk teens. That was in air quotes about how they just jump into these emotions. But he's, um, like, 117 or something. So he's he's been around a while. And he should know better than to suddenly be like, I can't live without you. And I don't know. It was weird. I mean, he does try to, like, separate himself from her. But, like, not well. And in a way that like blames well. her for it, and I yeah. and just I it uh, mm, mm. yeah 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 I couldn't figure out that turning point either when they go from like kind of antagonistic to deeply in love. I I wasn't sure like Edward is obsessed with her because he wants to eat her like she smells awesome and is like a drug for him so he just kind <laughs> of stalks her. But I couldn't, like, what makes Bella decide she's so crazy in love with him that she freaks out at the end in the hospital and he talks of leaving her? Or, like, at prom when he when she wants him to bite her and make her a vampire so they can be together forever? Who I knows? wasn't, there's a piece missing in there for me that I just couldn't follow. Yeah, and, like, I have no problem with, like, short romances because, like, they're fun and it's fiction. I just need to buy the emotional response in the short romance 
Because they can work. They can totally work. But Twilight doesn't work because I don't see that turning point. Maybe I did in the book. I feel like in the book you get more dates between them and more, like, one-on-one small moments that all add up to, of course Bella feels this way. I don't remember feeling that way when I read the book. But in the movie, it's just kind of like, there he is. I love him. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how Bella decides. He's standing there and she's like, I love him. Yeah. Before we get too far, there were like, there were a, a, f- a few things about the movie that I did really like. And I kind of wanted to start there before we get too far down the rabbit hole of all of the problems the movie has. Because the problems outweigh the good parts. I think that's <laughs> fair to say. Yeah. So some of the things I really did like, I was pretty into the scene where Bella meets Edward's family. And they're all weird, but they're, like, cooking this nice Italian meal for her under the assumption that she must be Italian because her name is Bella. That was funny. And the idea of a family of vampires who finally, like, let their guard down enough to allow this one human to come hang out with them for an evening because she's dating their adopted son. I don't know. It was sort of endearing. Like, there's a lot of risk for all of them, but it was a fun concept for them to finally let a human in on the secret that they've been carrying around and to do so over a dinner that they're not even going to eat. And then when Bella says, like, oh, actually, I already had dinner. I'm not hungry. And Rosalie gets so mad, she just, like, <laughs> smashes the salad bowl between her hands. That scene was really great. I was also really into the idea I like- of... Oh, go ahead, Kristen. Oh, I was just going to say also Carlisle at the end of that when Bedward, Bedward, Bella and Edward leave. And then he's like, I think that went well. Like, they're just trying so hard to make this random girl happy. And yeah, it's they're having fun. It's an awkward first time meeting the boyfriend's parents for all of them. And especially so because they're vampires yeah. and they like they've never used the kitchen before like that was a detail i was really into this was the first time that they'd ever actually tried to cook a meal and they were just going for it they were just going all out they had that big block of salt pork or whatever and they were just going for it they were they were (laughs) trying their best (laughs) under the assumption that she would be into italian food because her name is bella which doesn't make any sense like a lot of the things in the movie but it was still like sort of cute that was cute and funny but it was yeah they're trying and i like that it shows rosalie being always pissed off because that is her default personality and it's kind of funny yeah i was also kind of into the idea of a vampire who finally after like a hundred years or whatever gets to admit to a human girl he likes that that's what he is that he's a vampire and then goes around showing off for her like any teenage boy would like he's 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 playing piano for her and he carries her on his back up a really tall tree so they can look around at the woods and everything the the premise of the movie like that idea here's a vampire who falls in love with a human teenager and gets to be a goofy teenage boy again i'm not opposed to that and i'm actually actually like kind of dig it as a premise for a movie it's just that every decision the movie makes is totally insane that's yeah (laughs) one thing that i thought was a nice sort of like actually human 
moment was just even when they were working on Bella's car or something. I don't know. Edward was there and he like jumps off the car and he's like, I want to take you to meet my family. And then he fixes the car for her or the bumps the dent out. And it just seemed like such a jet, like teenagers actually just hanging out and being squirrely and being like, yeah, we're going to like, you're going to meet my family and doing this. And it seemed like a nice, sweet little moment. I would have loved if there were more moments like that in the movie like and I feel like I know it was already two hours I just feel like other things could have been cut for those moments those are also moments where Edward sucks just a little bit less just just like a tiny bit less but since he sucks as a person we don't get to see him do that often I don't think he sucks as a person it's just that oh I do at the time we didn't realize how 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 bad and controlling it was but it's it's framed no this is still bad even i was about to phrase <laughs> it and be like but he loves her which no but but in the book i think it actually does a much better job even though it still has definitely problematic elements of being a love story and you can see it and believe it if mm, if he ever got suitably called out for it and was then like oh Oops, I will change my problematic behavior. That would be fine. That'd be fine. That would be fine. But he doesn't really. Which is weird because Bella does, like, talk back to him sometimes in the movie. I don't even want to say talk back to him. She just calls him out on his stuff. She's like, slow down. Or you're not answering my questions. If he, like, says something that's not answering her question in response, she just calls him out on it right away. And I love that. But it doesn't feel satisfying and it never feels like Edward ever thinks he's in the wrong. It doesn't feel like the movie ever thinks Edward is in yeah, the wrong. Yeah, I think that's no. I think that's the bigger issue for me is cuz I don't even in theory have a problem with a movie about a problematic relationship. Like if they yeah. but I want I want the movie to acknowledge that there's a problem or make it clear that it knows that this isn't healthy and i don't think that that ever happened and and and, and i want it it was also 2008 well yeah and i and i also want to know why i don't know why this happened i guess like why the relationship became the relationship that it was and i don't think again that we ever see that it goes very quickly from Bella has this mystery to solve about Edward and discovers that he's a vampire. And then it might be in that scene in the woods where she tells him that, you know, he he keeps telling her, like, say it, say I'm a vampire or whatever. And she finally does. And she's like, but I'm not afraid of you. And like, there might be something in that scene that we're supposed to pick up on is like, this is her falling in love with Edward, despite him being terrible to her throughout the entire movie up to this point but i I wasn't i wanted something clearer and if if their relationship like sucked after that i don't know i I think it could still be a successful movie about a relationship that has lots of problems it's just like enough things fell apart and in the storytelling of it that just doesn't work it's just not a good movie yeah it's just not really a good movie i'm just mad at it constantly because of things that it does however was there anything else you liked about it because i have a thing that i liked about it 
Oh, go ahead. It's Charlie. Charlie is like the only perfect part of that movie. I love Charlie. He's so good. I think that actor, I don't know his name, but I thought he had the best performance. Billy Uh, Banks. I thought Charlie, Billy Banks, he had the best performance. And he's just a dad. And he's so excited for Bella to live with him. And he eats his steak and cobbler at the diner every night. And his he, steak and what? Steak and cobbler. Okay. That's that's a line that Bella yeah. says. Yeah, I know. Carry on. It sounded like you said it weirdly, so I was going to make fun oh, of you. Billy, it's Billy Burke. It's not Billy Banks. Wow. Fake fan. Oh, man. I thought you said Lee Banks anyway. So I, was I thought you wrong. said Lee Banks Billy too. Burke. Billy Burke. Billy Burke. Billy Burke. Neither of those things that Kristen and I thought uh, Billy Burke was a gem in this movie. And I like the scene where he's like, show him in and he cocks the gun because I'd be annoyed if it was like classic dad with a shotgun, bring my daughter home by 10 type of a thing. But it's not. It's just a funny way to like evoke that kind of haha suburban dad letting his daughter go on a date for a first time joke without making him into that because then he does not aim the gun at Edward and he like lets her go out and it's fine it just he was just funny he's just an endearing person and I love him I liked all the sweet moments too where people kept being like oh yeah Charlie keeps talking about how excited he was for you to come and he's clearly this old man who doesn't not even old but this man who doesn't want to like show too many emotions and is like no 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 don't tell my teenage daughter I've been looking forward to her stay (laughs) she'll think I'm uncool and I'm like Charlie I could never ever think you're uncool never (laughs) love Charlie love Charlie he's just it's the only thing that made me smile that movie. I was asking my dad while we were watching. I paused and I said, Dad, who is your favorite Twilight character? And he didn't know. And I said, well, we can table this question and I will ask you at the end of the movie. And maybe, you know, it will have jogged your memory a bit. And his favorite characters are Charlie and Carlisle. Because they're both just good, nice dads. But Charlie is the best. For sure. They're wholesome. And I like he got the he got the bedspread and he's like you you like purple I asked the yeah. sales lady and I'm like oh that's so sweet and it's just like he's so excited to have her there he is you can tell even though he doesn't show it and when um when they're doing their like Bella pretend to be mad at everything and then we can run away to keep you safe from James the Hunter guy plan and um she yells at him about, like, his steak and cobbler and how, like, unhappy she is there. Like, I feel like in a different scene, that was almost that scene. I feel like if that scene had played out and she hadn't, like, stormed out the door after that, the next day Charlie would have been like, do you want to go get, like, some new stuff for your room? We could go, we could drive to the nearby town and go to the French restaurant over there. We don't have to eat at the diner all the time. Like, he would take steps. To, like, he make would. Bella happy there, right. you know? And it's, ah! Yeah. He absolutely would be like, I brought home some lasagna. Yeah. Would you like, li- that's not steak and cobbler, and I bought a tiramisu, whatever that is. And is I'd that, be is like, that how you say it? You got, you got Italian for Bella, because her name is Bella. <laughs> that's her name is Bella, you. you know, of her deep Italian heritage. <laughs> From you. <laughs> Yeah, the the whole plan to evade James just drove me nuts. Like yeah. there were, there were a lot of like we're gonna lie to Charlie, we're gonna break his heart, <laughs> then we're gonna drive to the one place in the country anyone would expect you to go. Yeah, like 
I just, it's not a good plan. And I feel like there's no <laughs> dramatic payoff when she yells at Charlie because I, no. I wouldn't say they haven't bonded at all, but we haven't really seen a scene where they grew closer. It's kind of like how we don't have a scene where we're like, that's when she fell in love with Edward or that indicates that she at least feels positively about him. We don't really have that between Bella and Charlie. We just have Charlie being adorable and clearly happy that Bella is there. So when Bella yells at him, it doesn't really feel like sad in a dramatically satisfying way. It just feels sad. And I don't like it. I think it's wrong. I think it strikes the wrong tone. It hurts Charlie for no reason. And then we don't even get to see her apologize to him. Right. The other thing that I was wondering about, too, is like we see James watching them when she's yelling at Charlie and then drives away. Except if this is really a big deal for James, not to sound like a serial killer, but I just feel like you would have the satisfaction if it if he's trying to go after Bella to be like, yeah, I'm going to go after her whole freaking family too. And I yeah, just know like, that they left her dad alone. Like, I know that he's focused on Bella, but he's a vampire. So it would have taken like two seconds to kill Charlie. And I'm like, your whole thing was you don't want to leave Charlie home alone. So you left Charlie yeah. home alone. Like what? <laughs> but but no. after being mean to him first, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just not a good plan. So that was one thing I thought while watching that I don't know if I had thought before. Because I think I was just like, this is what Twilight does. But Charlie deserves better is the theme of the series. Charlie deserves better. I agree. Charlie deserves better. Although I do think we do have one slightly like, again, not really a bonding moment. But I think, you know, when Charlie and Bella first go to the diner, it is the awkward like, cut my hair that's when they're in the car but just a bit more stiff but i, do I mean think that part is nice. asking her about boys in town and she doesn't immediately shut down she's just it's her usual awkward that's... bella self and is like really we're gonna talk about boys but it doesn't seem like a good like, point. dad no i'm not no we're not gonna talk about that it's just like come on no that's not who we are that's... as a father-daughter relationship <laughs> like it seems like they're more settled into it and they know that that's not them. Not that they aren't close. It comes close to what I wanted. And what I want should have mattered more to Twilight. Like Edward's bedroom. We should have thought about me before he designed it that way. He doesn't have a bed, so he doesn't have to worry about people like creeping on him while he sleeps. So it's fine. No, because he's the creeper. Yes, he is. It's very bad. It's very, very bad. I like, too, that he watches her sleep, which is bad in itself. And then he tells her, I like to watch you sleep. Like, I've been doing it for <laughs> months. And she was just worse. like, okay. Yeah, like, why is that your response? Also, this isn't really much better, but I thought in the book he just did it through the window. Right? <laughs> I have or no did he... clue. I don't remember. It's bad either way. <laughs> it's bad either way, but in the movie it just looks really funny when the camera pans and he's standing there. It's, like, funny because it's like, oh my god, he's there. But then you're like... That's not that's not safe or no. healthy no. or good. <laughs> I like how so she it's also just like a weird mix of emotions there. I like how she thinks she sees him in the dark, which is still a fairly decently lit room and has to turn over to turn a lamp on and then it's only marginally <laughs> brighter and she's like, "Oh, that boy from my biology class isn't here, even though I could have clearly seen him 3 seconds ago." 
Yeah. So. Yeah, they lickety split. I understand um, that they're doing that for us, the audience, but still. Still. that's That feels like something they could have cut when they were, like, adapting the book. You know, they could have looked at that and said, maybe this part isn't, like, a great romance, and maybe it will look worse on film. So maybe we could do something different, and they didn't take that no. opportunity. I think they didn't because I truly think that Edward watching Bella sleep was one of those like key parts of the book that fans probably would have been like, why didn't you have my creepy stalker scene of Edward You're watching right. Bella sleep? He did that all you the are time. Unfortunately Let's right. show it. You are unfortunately right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess this is more of a question about the book, but... What is it about Bella that attracts all these supernatural people to her? Because you got you got Edward, you got Jacob, who it turns out is a werewolf, I guess. Spoilers. You got James. Yeah. Sorry. James isn't attracted to Bella. He's attracted to the fact that Edward well, was so defensive over her. Well, it's not not attracted to in like a physical sense, but like attracted to like he becomes instantly obsessed with him with with bella rather yes well that's i feel bad because that's another thing that i mean bella is supposed to be like the average girl and that was always a meme for a while of people being like she's supposed to be completely average and yet she moves to this new town and all these boys are immediately like hello bella would you like to go on a date with me and you can chalk that up to like new girl syndrome just yeah. like what jessica said shiny new toy that everyone wants to play with but yeah i don't know especially because bella herself i think bella and edward both sort of have this thing where they're both kind of just vanilla they did a thing where they tried to make a likable character but in making a likable character they just made them bland so that you couldn't have anything to dislike, even though we have found things. To I don't know, I think that's the issue. But people said that, that in the book it's supposed to be like, she's this average regular girl, and yet she still has all of these men falling over her. So, I don't know. She's fine. Not anti. I did like her sense of humor more, watching it this time around. Because I think when I first saw it, it came across as more awkward. And it still is, but it seems more like my sense of humor now, so I was okay with it. Like, when she's like, that's probably why they kicked me out. I'm like, Bella, that was funny. That one line was funny. Yeah. I'll give her that. Yeah. I will give her that, and probably that alone, because I am not a fan of Bella. She was also encouraging Angela, being like, why don't you ask him? You're a strong, independent woman. I mean, and she knew that I Jessica guess. liked Mike, and really that was to get Mike off of asking her to prom. But she knew that Jessica liked Mike, and she wasn't going to step into that thing. It's not that she's not, like, a nice person. Like, she's nice, and she <laughs> cares about those people, I guess. I just, like, hate her anyway. Like, harsh. I hate when... She, yeah, it's pretty harsh. I don't take it back, though. I hate when she goes dress shopping with her friends, and they're like, you've said the same thing about the last five dresses, and she's like, I really just wanted to go to this bookstore, so I'll meet up with you after I'm done. I hate it, because, I don't know, it just feels like a really rude way to say it. You could just say, oh, I'm sorry, I was really hoping to get to the bookstore before it closed, 
would you mind if I left and did this? Or would you like me to stay and watch you, my friends, try on dresses and actually be part of it instead of staring at this piece of paper wondering when I can get to the bookstore? It just it bothers me when she does that. And especially in the book, she's very like, if anybody compliments her on anything, she's very like, no, that's not me. And whatever, like the polite thing to do when you get a compliment is to be like, no, this old thing, fine, whatever. But Bella takes it to the extreme and I cannot stand it because it's every like three pages that she that she puts herself down. And we don't even get her just saying that in dialogue. We get her thinking it all the time. There's a part, I think maybe in the second one that I so read. So you're mad at her for having a poor self-esteem? No, I'm mad at her for having a poor self-esteem and not being a good character. Like, teenage protagonists are gonna feel, you know, out of place and, like, not attractive and, like, they don't belong. Like, that's all, that's all classic teenage angst stuff and what I would expect from a teenage protagonist. But I care about a lot of other teenage protagonists because they have personality besides that and because it doesn't dominate them constantly. Like, I just feel like Bella's such an every-girl character and I don't want to bash that stereotype because it's not exactly bad. It's just that, like... No, they tried to... Um, it's like I said, you tried it so hard to make someone likable and this, like, average everyday teen that you end up making them generic. She's generic and, like, but she's made out to be not that. Like, uh, I know this because I am on... If listeners of this don't know, I'm on a different podcast called Quest Friends, and I was asked once, what is your character's favorite color? And I said, Hopperscotch's favorite color is brown because it's warm. And I was like, where have I heard that before? And it's from Bella Swan, because Edward asks what her favorite color is, and she says brown because it's warm. Which is cute. It's fine. That was like a character trait that I enjoyed from Bella. But then Edward makes it out to be like, nobody says brown. You're so unique. You're different than everybody else. Everybody else just thinks sex money, sex money. And I was like, ah, like it puts her on a pedestal for being a person. Like she's so different and unique and she wears thrift store clothes and she doesn't care about superficial stuff because she's not like other girls. She's deeper than everybody else. Edward can read the minds of. It really gets under my skin for reasons I am not able to adequately articulate. That's as close as I can get, I think, to phrasing it. I just... That's fair. She bugs me. She bugs me because... Okay. She just bugs me. How did you feel about Bella, David? Yeah, tell us. Tell us your thoughts. Are they as aggressive as mine? They're certainly not as aggressive as yours. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have a huge opinion one way or another i guess of bella like and i think that's part of why the movie failed is that i didn't really by the end of it i didn't have much of a sense of who she was other than that she had at some point along the way fallen deeply and like irrevocably in love with edward and i didn't know why and that bothered me i don't know hallie had, had told me that some people didn't like Kristen Stewart's performance because it was too like wooden or whatever like it she didn't emote enough but I don't know I thought at least that her performance was a lot better than Robert Pattinson's whose acting decisions made zero sense to me and like basically every scene so I don't know Bella is a character just 
she does feel kind of like a blank slate for other people to kind of project what they want onto her like she's she's obviously pretty and all of the other boys notice that and i don't know going forward from my understanding of twilight there's going to be a love triangle or there's going to be other interested parties in bella but i couldn't figure out like i I, i'm i'm struggling to figure out like what a defining characteristic of bella even is she's very mellow yeah and it's weird i would say mellow yeah because she has like the line where she's like that's why they kicked me out like she's funny she challenges edward uh when he doesn't answer her questions she's got that cute little cactus at the very beginning that you commented on that she's carrying around <laughs> that's true that, um, that she that she's carrying in the car yeah and you, the really awkward stance of her holding the cactus and then just holding the shovel i'm like no but, one does that like what that part doing? is endearing i liked bella at that point but so like despite all these like <laughs> the part when you had seen her for three seconds and she didn't say anything <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i liked her then <laughs> but even though she has all these individual moments where she displays some kind of a personality thought or opinion i still feel like she doesn't have any of those things at the end of the day no i think she has them i just think it's very it's very mild and maybe David hit it right on the head when he said that, you know, you want almost someone who's a bit more of a blank slate because, again, if she's a teenager and all these teenagers are reading this, I'm sure a billion different teenagers also did the whole self-deprecating, low self-esteem, pining over a boy that they think is I the mean, cutest. Yeah, so it's, you can tricky. see yourself in it. You self-reflect. But I, I don't know. I liked her... Yeah. more when and I those... watched it than I used to when I watched the Twilight movies. Not to say that she's like my favorite character, but she didn't bug me as much. But that's also sure. because I have grown to have a newfound appreciation for Kristen Stewart. After, while watching Twilight, I put two of her movies on hold. So. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, she got vilified. She did. Unfairly. Her and Robert Pattinson, but especially her. I mean, part of it was because her and Robert Pattinson are just genuinely that awkward in person that poor Taylor Lautner for that whole five movies had to carry those press events. Like, that was that was all him. He sure did. Good job. But, no, she definitely got vilified because I think they wanted your typical super bubbly, super nice, normal girl to, like, fawn over. And Kristen Stewart was like, nah pass i mean like she did well with the source material like i don't really have a problem with her performance as bella i just like don't like bella but i think a lot of people who hated twilight from the get-go and then made hating twilight part of their personality decided that made Kristen stewart a bad actress to be like tied to bella because like i am not the first to criticize bella for being boring and not a good female character. I don't know if I'd go necessarily as far as to call her specifically not a good female character. She could be better. But, like, I don't think it's the character's fault that the book slash movie are problematic. Like, I think you could have that kind of character and have it be fine. I think it just didn't work for Twilight. Yeah. So, in short, Kristen yeah, Stewart's wish... fine. And she got just tied to that reputation. Yeah. I wish that we got to see Bella be more like Bella's friends because Bella's friends first of all seem like pretty okay 
I like that she had a normal group of people to hang out with at school, even if she was by the end only obsessed with Edward. And they seemed like a dorky kind of fun clique of people to be with. And I wish that that showed more of Bella's personality and Bella's kind of dorky side. Although I will say about Mike is that when I was watching New Moon again the other day, it was like Edward had been gone for approximately three seconds. And then he was like, so Bella's back. Do you want to go see a movie tonight? Like clearly asking her out on a date. And I was like, Mike, stop it. She sits at your table for three seconds and you're asking her out. Stop it. Just wait. I think I think my point was just that I liked Bella's friends. <laughs> and I liked that... I wish that the movie had made Bella more like her friends or that we got to see more of her personality and why her friends enjoyed spending time with her. I would agree with that. Because I think that... I don't know. I think generally speaking, like... You can learn a lot about somebody by seeing their friends and seeing, like, what they're like with their friends. And I wish that that had happened with Bella. It it seemed like a lot of the scenes with the friends were kind of transitionary in between her learning something about Edward or almost as a stepping stone to the point where she was going to find out something about Edward or waiting for Edward to show up or, like, when she's with jacob on the beach like they go they go to the what is it called the the point the The push the push the push they go to the push and like that could have been such a good scene but instead it just wound up with her talking to jacob about edward yeah and i wish that we had seen more of the push and her like having fun with her friends in the water or whatever if you want to see more of her with jacob watch new moon yeah jacob also pretty okay I I know that he becomes a much bigger part of the second book, but I don't know. I really wish that Bella were dating him instead of Edward. (laughs) He just seems like a stand-up, like, all-around nice guy. And I don't know. He probably gets, like, violently jealous of Edward or whatever as things go on. But so far, normal not-werewolf-human Jacob is a good person. Yeah. He's a good noodle. Yeah. I actually, I never got through New Moon, so I don't know. New Moon was hard because I also remember reading it and being like, God, this is taking forever because, spoiler alert, Edward's gone for half the book. And I remember young me being like, Edward isn't even here. What's the point? And then eventually he comes back and things are fine. But yeah, New Moon was on TV the other day and that was like half the reason that I was like, yeah, let's watch Twilight. But I think I was enjoying watching New Moon and her time with Jacob and most of her in this movie is not spending time with Jacob. And I'm like, oh, I should watch New Moon again then. Although I do like Alice. That's one thing I wanted to say. Alice is just a fun character who's always supportive of Bella. She tries real hard to be your friend, even when Bella is Bella and doesn't really want to be friends with anyone. She just wants to date Edward. But throughout the series, she's like a really nice person who is always there for her friends and family and I like her a lot. I wish we had seen more of Alice in this movie. I felt like Alice was the only Cullen who had a personality. I guess Rosalie was angry and Carlisle was nice but it felt like even though Carlisle had more screen time than Alice that Alice was the only one who emerged as a person. In the movie anyway. In the book I feel like they all got their moments and hung out and we're all there for a purpose. 
But as it is, like, Jasper could be entirely cut. Nobody would miss him. That's kind of how I feel about Jasper in general. Is having a hard time being a vegetarian? Yes. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I don't remember him saying anything. He just, like, no, he, I don't think looks he... kind of pained when Bella shows up because he can't eat her. I don't think he says a single thing in the in the movie. No, he does, because I think he says, nice to meet you. And then when the three other vampires show up, he says, oh, I think we can handle that. And I remember being weirded out when I saw it, because I'm like, why did you say it that way? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, I didn't really like him. Jasper's fine. I like him more as the book goes on, I think, as the series went on. But, like, this introduction to Jasper was not much. Oh, speaking of the baseball scene, everything about it sort of drove me insane. (laughs) Like, I liked the premise of it. Vampires playing baseball. Kind of fun. But in practice, like, nothing made any sense about it. The whole setup is that they have to play during thunderstorms because they hit the ball so hard it sounds like a thunderclap. But it's still a baseball and a baseball bat. Those things aren't going to make a sound that loud. And they're playing in the middle of nowhere, so who is going to hear them? And actually, isn't it more conspicuous that this random group of people is playing baseball in the middle of a rainstorm? Like, if you came across them, wouldn't that be even weirder? And... Baseball is the sport you play in the rain. They have rain delays. Rain messes up the field. You have to cover it with a tarp. Everything about every step of the way, as I was thinking about it, it was like, why is this happening? All solid points. Yeah. And then the trio of vampires show up and they growl at each other. And that always bothers me in movies when people growl at each other <laughs> and get in their fighting poses. I don't know baseball i mean on the one hand i really like that scene because it gives me more of what i think the movie needed which was like people hanging out and doing fun stuff together oh yeah including thunderstorm baseball and i was like you're you're right but like i don't really care that you're right for that scene (laughs) it's not like when i'm right and everything should change i'm just like yeah you make good points (laughs) but consider also thunderstorm baseball I was fine with it. It was as weird as everything else in that movie. No, the 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 baseball scene is literally iconic. Like it's a meme on Twitter and the social media to be like it was a cultural reset and they have various different scenes. And usually I see these things and I'm like I haven't seen that movie. It means nothing to me. But I remember people like talked about the baseball scene for a while. I wouldn't be surprised if that had won an MTV movie award. Or a Teen Choice Award or something. Because it was was good. It was them having fun. The soundtrack that they picked was good. It was just a fun time. Although I did think as they were walking. Because I'm like, they told Bella's dad that they were going to play baseball. And now he's going to be like, ah, you guys had a rain delay, didn't you? You shouldn't have gone when it was going to thunderstorm. And I'm like, God, that must be exhausting. Anytime they're going to tell Charlie that they're going to play baseball, they have to lie and be like, yeah, that thunderstorm got the best of our game yet again. And eventually, <laughs> Charlie will probably be like, why do you only play baseball when it's raining? Like, rain is <laughs> like, in the forecast. You what know, are it's going to be real nice. <laughs> Like, why Why is this always your plan? You're gonna need a tarp. So, no, I think the baseball scene is fun. Yeah. 
Although when you've mentioned the growl stances, I, I did not like those. And I think no. what I disliked even more than that was good. when Edward followed Bella into the woods and was like, you should be afraid of me. And the the his posture and his body language and his pose when he did the, as if you could outrun me. As if you could fight me off. Like, I think it was meant to look like he had just run over there and was very, like, ha, ha. But instead, it just seemed awkward. Like, his shoulders were very hunched and his arms were stuck out. And it seemed very stiff and odd. And I don't know why that version, that that scene that they filmed, was the one that was included in the movie. Again, baffling choices from many different parties. Many. Yeah. I think, too, like, when Belle and Edward first meet in biology class, all of Robert Pattinson's faces during that scene, where he's supposed to, Hallie explained it to me afterwards, that he's supposed to be, like, physically sick or something because her smell is overwhelming or whatever, but all of his faces are just so funny and so ridiculous. It really just, just makes it seem like she smells and super again, bad. Like, that's that's how it comes across. Not like a physically sick thing. Just like, oh god, her, her perfume. I'm literally... <laughs> oh, this is the worst. That's what it seems like. And, like, I get that is what she is supposed to yeah. think. Because she, like, smells her hair or something after yeah. that. To be like, did I shower? So, like, I don't really mind that that's a gag, necessarily. But I don't think it works super well once you take it out of the book. It's different seeing somebody act it out. That's another point where I feel like when they were adapting, like, kudos for sticking to the source material and keeping the key points that all the readers liked. But I I feel like that is something you could have changed to something better for the cinematic medium. That's true. And then, like, there were some stuff in the cinematic medium that... I don't know. It the movie hit on a lot of my pet peeves about special effects and stunt work and like wire work when it's obvious that the actors are held up on some sort of suspension thing from the awkward way that they fly around. Like I don't know why it bugs me so much, but every time somebody gets like punched and flies backwards 20 feet on a perfect horizontal, I just get so mad. And then like when Edward's climbing the tree or jumping off of stuff, or um, Hallie had mentioned where he, like, runs really quickly around the car to open Bella's door for her. It doesn't take any longer than if he had walked. It takes no longer. Why was that there? <laughs> Why was that something they spent their money on? I was wondering, when they're in the baseball field and Alice is like, wait, stop, and then runs towards the home plate, she doesn't, like, it's an actual emergency, but she doesn't use her vampire speed at that point to get to her family and to... Yeah. Baffling choices. And instead she does, like, an actual Baffling. run. And I'm like, but this is a legitimate reason to use your vampire yeah. running. But it... Alice Baffling didn't think choices. So. And I was honestly surprised when you said what the budget of the movie was, because I remember thinking while watching it, where did the budget go? <laughs> Like, surely this wasn't as high budget as I imagined it to be. But then you said the figure at the beginning, and I was like, oh, no, it was about as high budget as I imagined it to be. Where did it all go? Did it all go to Forks so that they could have Forks, Washington be their be their actual filming location? Because the effects just look bad. 
And it was, what, 2008? Like, we were good enough at things by then that they shouldn't have looked that bad. Another MTV Movie Award? I didn't think they were as bad as you guys are making it seem. Sorry. Another MTV yes, Movie Award. Robert Pattinson and Cam Giandette won for Twilight in the best fight scene. They were up against Christian Bale and Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Teens be whack. I don't get it. <laughs> no. Teens. 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 I was... <laughs> I, I can't articulate my thoughts. That's that's one of those things where I think people's like overwhelming love of Twilight made them immediately vote for anything that had Twilight in it instead of seeing an actual good fight scene and voting for what deserved to win. <laughs> like, that fight scene sucks. I hated it. It was so boring. It's barely a fight scene. I feel like they really only interact for a tiny bit before the other vampires come in and then he has to suck the venom out of Bella. It's nothing. It's a nothing scene. I'm upset for the 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 other one, for the Heath Ledger one. That that didn't I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just the effects were not what I would have expected a blockbuster film to be. It didn't, it didn't even need that many. It needed it needed sparkles. <laughs> it just looked weird. And it needed, like, one good choreographed fight scene. And it needed some jumps and some speed. And it, I, it just looked doofy. They had jumps and you didn't like time. their jumps. They had speed and you didn't like their speed. What do you yeah, want from them, Yeah, it needed good Hallie? versions. It needed good <laughs> versions of those things. That's all I want. I'm asking for so little here. Well, a good jump, and I want good scenes, and I want a bedroom with at least one solid wall. He did the wall that had his CDs on it. I guess with at least two solid walls. You can't change it now. It's too late. I just did. So, just generally speaking. Do you know why Twilight was such a cultural phenomenon? Like what what no about idea. it really struck a no idea? No. I have I was thinking about this earlier. No, I think it just capitalized on good not good per se, but just like a I think at this point all of the supernatural or the vampire thingies had been done before, but this is the first time I can recall that it was supernatural teenage romance. And I'm sure there are a billion other examples, but I feel like all the other ones are maybe slightly older or slightly younger or something. And this just, sometimes it really is just perfect timing. You can have all these books that had the same concepts come out five years before, but people weren't into it five years ago. And I think this one was just perfect timing maybe there was a tiny gap in the market and people just went with it people love a good love story but like i said yeah it was everywhere my sisters and my mom read it and i wasn't going to until i saw a bunch of people in my grade read it and i really liked it i thought it was fun looking back now i don't know if i would agree with that had i like if i read it again but i don't know i think something in it clicked and you can't always necessarily pinpoint what that is 
It just happens sometimes. Things blow up, and that's what it is. I can't with this one. I can't. And, like, I genuinely, this isn't even from a perspective of, like, I didn't like it. I think it's bad. How did this catch on? Like, I just, I just don't know what part of the public consciousness it really latched onto. Vampires, werewolves, romance. I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't know when those, I mean, they became cool because of Twilight, but I don't know exactly what Twilight did to them to make them cool, because they're fairly standard. Like, no, they're fairly standard, but again, I mean... But that's about the only new thing. The The only other, like, teen vampire thing I can immediately think of is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which grew up watching, loved it, Ran from, what, like, 97 to 2003? But even then, in 2003, I mean, they were still fighting vampires. And then you had Angel and Spike, who were, like, the good vampires. And 2003 really isn't that far off from when this came out. But I don't know, I think you just, you got a new love vampire supernatural thing with a new set of people who were that age. And it was at the same time that things in general just started exploding because I mean people were fans of things before but I think it was around this time that things you became like a super fan of something and it was recognized that there were super fans because social media was out and about and I think that's just how it took off I'm not mad about it I went to midnight movie releases I wanted to go to the new moon midnight movie release but I had three tests the next day so I was not allowed to go that's a bummer but I went directly after school. Would have been better at midnight. Would have been. They always are. Would have been. I went to one movie, or I think it, was it the final one? I don't know, but they had Edward Cups and Bella Cups and Jacob Cups. And I felt bad because probably no one was buying the Bella Cups because it was like, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? And again, Team Edward for Bella, but I like Jacob for me, so I got myself a Jacob Cup. And I think, Great. oh yeah, that's another you got big thing. You could market it. You you got, it was it was just the fun little shipping war of people wanting one thing and another group of people wanting another. I really think it was just a perfect storm of fresh spin on a story, new age group, social media. She even put her new spin on sparkles with them, or on sparkles, and on vampires with them sparkling. And love it or hate it, it was something fun, something different. We hadn't seen that with vampires before. We hadn't seen it with vampires, yeah, I guess. Taking risks. Man, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's basically all I had to talk about. Were there other things that you wanted to cover? Not particularly, but I do want to say that all, like, all this said and done, because I also was a person who read the Twilight books and I went to the midnight showings and even though I can recognize now that yes this is not a great movie and I don't know why they made some of the choices that they made I still have fun watching Twilight like I wasn't sitting there watching it last night like god this sucks why did I pick this movie because I still think it's a fun time I still probably am gonna go watch New Moon and then maybe I'll watch Eclipse I don't want to watch Breaking Dawn they split that like you said they made it too slow but I think there was the initial Twilight heyday, and then, of course, at that time, there was Twilight bashing, and then I think also some time had passed, and people 
turned on Twilight. And I think now people are hopefully at a stage where they can recognize, yeah, a little bit problematic, not necessarily a great movie, still a fun time. I still had a good time. Maybe you guys didn't, in which case I do not care. I don't apologize for making you watch this. But I didn't all have said a good and done. Time. Yay, Twilight. Yay, Twilight. Not a fan. Not my bag. Liked almost none of it. Charlie comes out with an A, and that's about it. But I don't want to, like, hate on it, ruin everybody else's fun, either. I just... I don't want to hate on it. Here's every list of horrible things in this <laughs> like, movie. I mean, I know that I hate the main character. I hate the other main character. I hate their special okay. effects. Okay, negative. I don't want to hate. But I don't want to hate on, on it. people who like Twilight. I just want to hate on Twilight in peace. <laughs> An important distinction. But like, you do you. As long as you're aware of like some of the boundaries in it, to be like this isn't healthy. If somebody did this to oh, me, this would oh. be bad. As long as you can critically view that, fine, go crazy. Have fun with your Twilight. I will watch something else. I thought it was fun because Freeform, last weekend, the weekend before, had a Twilight movie marathon, and they actually had their little promo for it was about all the different red flags in the movie. So it has scenes of Edward saying things and being like, red flag, and then it says something else, and they say red flag, and... But it still is fun, because at the end they're like, anyway, here's Twilight. And they played it, and I meant to rewatch the commercial again last night, and I got sidetracked. Well, that's but good. again, that it's sort of like... that whole thing of people recognizing this is not a relationship goal you should have, because there are unhealthy habits. And yeah, we're sort of still making fun of Twilight, but we're going to show it anyway, because it's Twilight, and it's fun. Well, yeah, that's a good, that's, yeah, I respect that take. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's my final piece. All right. So for the next episode, <laughs> this, this one went a little bit off the rails. Many years ago, in the Polynesian Islands, a daughter is born to the King of the Thousand Isles. Her mother dies in childbirth because this is a Disney movie, and so the villagers band together to raise the princess among them. All is well in the kingdom until one night, during the king's birthday celebration, a group of bandits called the Kuupa kidnap the princess and seal her off to sea. Distraught, and with his mighty navy failing to turn up any leads, the king puts his trust in the last person he can think of, a scrappy pipe fitter with a heart of gold. The pipe fitter tracks the bandits day and night, but she's always one step behind, and whenever she defeats one of the gang leaders in their hideouts, she's greeted with the same message from the villagers. Thank you but our princess is on another island. Yes, you guessed it. That pipe fitter's name, Moana. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Bowser. I know nothing about Moana. I'm not even sure that the- That was a really good one. I really enjoyed that. Like, unironically, I just really enjoyed that. That was a fun one. I'm not even sure that The Rock is in it, but I, like, that's- if I were to guess one fact and one fact alone about Moana, <laughs> that's the one I would go with. <laughs> Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns, okay. David. Yeah. Moana. Yeah. So that'll be for the next Moana. episode. I'm excited Yay. to watch it. I've heard nothing but good things about it, even if nobody has ever told me a single detail about the plot. <laughs> <laughs> but I know several people who think 
or, or who say Moana is their favorite Disney movie. So I am definitely looking forward to that. And um, yeah. So until next time, goodbye, Kristen. Adios. Goodbye, Hallie. Au revoir. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> Good night, Moon. Yeah. <laughs>